Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 296, the fifth Sunday of Easter, Year B. The Easter season continues this weekend, and we see the wonderful boldness of the disciples who fearlessly preach God's word even in the face of opposition. And we see what a true leader is really like. A shepherd who cares for and knows their flock and would give their lives for them. One of my favourite images in the New Testament is this concept of abiding or living in God. And God abiding and living in us. It's mentioned several times, including in John's Gospel, but also in John's letters and other New Testament letters. Can we picture any deeper connection than being united with God by means of God dwelling in our hearts, living in them, making a home in us, and us in God? This is the most profound concept of communion in the widest sense of that word. We're all invited to be disciples and friends of Jesus. The word disciple means one who learns. So our primary role is to learn from Jesus, to get to know him, to be taught something about his words, his message, and to observe reverently what he nurtures as his deeply embedded attitudes and values, so that we might capture and nurture that same spirit, that same inner strength and drive as our teacher possesses by his very nature. Our gospel this week is a great image of the vine and the branches. It shows the deep connection that we have and are called to have with Jesus. To become so much part of us that Jesus actually lives in us and we live in God. We abide in each other. Further, we gain our source, our meaning, our fruitfulness from that connection to Christ. Without Jesus, our efforts are misdirected and fruitless. Connected to Jesus, our actions and efforts can bear much fruit by God working in and through our lives. The connection of this image to the vine and branches can't help but highlight the importance of Eucharist. We take Jesus into ourselves and he becomes part of us so that we in turn will become more like Christ in our words and actions and lives. Inspired by these wonderful readings this weekend, to me the following things would be a wonderful rule of life. First and foremost, prayer and connection to God, who is the source of everything good. Attentiveness and attention to what God is doing in our lives. Reflection on our lives and our actions, to honestly and openly and regularly look back at our decisions and our actions and values and see how they're matching up with God's love. Stillness. To allow God to be present to us and speak to our inner listening hearts. And finally, oneness. We're called to unity with God and with one another. I am the vine, says the Lord. You are the branches. Whoever abides in Jesus and Jesus in them will bear much fruit in their lives. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. In the sight of the nations, he has shown his deliverance. Alleluia! In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, as we join together to celebrate God's love and protection on this fifth Sunday of Easter. Brothers and sisters, coming together to celebrate the Lord's Supper, let us first call to mind our sins. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God.
Let us pray that Christ will make our faith fruitful. Almighty ever-living God, constantly accomplish the paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles When Saul had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples, and they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him brought him to the apostles and described for them how on the road he had seen the Lord, who had spoken to him, and how in Damascus Saul had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. So Saul went in and out among them in Jerusalem speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He spoke and argued with the Hellenists, but they were attempting to kill him. When the believers learned of it, they brought Saul down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Meanwhile, the church throughout Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and was built up, living in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. The Word of the Lord I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. My vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and shall have their fill. They shall praise the Lord, those who seek him. May their hearts live forever and ever. All the earth shall remember and return to the Lord, and families of nations worship before him. They shall worship him, all the mighty of the earth. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust. And my soul shall live for him, my children serve him. They shall tell of the Lord to generations yet to come. Declare his faithfulness to people yet unborn. These things the Lord has done. I will praise you, Lord, in the assembly of your people. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Little children, 
Let us love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts and God knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God and we receive from him whatever we ask because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Whoever obeys his commandments abides in him, and he abides in them. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit that he has given us. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia. 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 Live in me and let me live in you, says the Lord. My branches bear much fruit. Alleluia. 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in them bears much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord The readings of the Easter season give us statements of identity, our creed, who God is, who we are, and what we believe. Lent was a time for conversion, turning back to God, whereas the Easter season is a time for discovering the effects of Jesus' resurrection in our lives. You see, Christ wrote no books, he left no buildings or monuments behind, yet he did something far greater and more necessary. 
He built a community. This was his monument. His suffering, death and ultimate rising had a profound impact on his disciples. We see them come to a much more confident faith in him as a constant presence in their life. They form a tightly knit community around the risen Christ. They accepted this challenge, as the Father sent me, so I send you, which is the foundation of the mission of the church. Thomas, of course, was the model of the faithful doubter who sought a resolution for his doubts and finally came to understand where his questioning led him when he finally said, my Lord and my God. And last Sunday, we discovered Christ as the good shepherd offering the model of selfless pastoral care. Now today, he offers us a new image. I am the true vine, my father is the vine grower and you are the branches. Now these metaphors for how we are to live have survived to this day, mainly because we can picture what he was teaching the disciples. More than words, they're images that seem relevant and real in any age. His image of the community as a vine was a simple but profound illustration of unity, closeness and interdependence. I was fortunate to grow up in an area where the growing of grapes was a large local industry. On many orchards around the town there were vineyards and fruit trees. In fact, my grandfather had a large vineyard and I was very aware of the hard work involved in pruning and preparing the vines for harvesting. Pruning the vines, or chipping as it was called, was a delicate job because to cut too deeply or carelessly could completely sever a branch from the root, resulting in the withering and ultimate death of the branch. Clearly, no branch, no fruit. Now in spring the branches of the vine teemed with life in the forms of leaves and tiny berries, with no resemblance of what they would become in a very short time. In autumn, these vines were loaded with grapes, the fully formed fruit ready for picking. It was always a time of excitement to see how much could be produced from what had appeared months before to be bare branches. But just as the branches needed the vine to produce the nourishment, so too the vine needed the branches to produce the fruit. We are those branches, which means that Christ also needs us. Together we form a unity. From this we see how great is the trust that Jesus placed in the disciples and also has placed in us. As inadequate as we might feel, we must never forget that we are attached to that sturdy vine. One thing I noticed back then was not every vine produced the fullest and juiciest fruit. Some vines were less productive than others. And while they all produced some fruit, they were of varying quality. My grandfather explained that the less productive vines would get more attention the next year. They needed more nourishment and fertilizing. And he was always hopeful and rarely did he completely remove any of the vines. And this is perhaps a good reminder that Christ didn't ask everyone to be successful, but fruitful. Each of us has some gift, something productive. By developing, using and sharing that gift with others, we become fruitful. It's up to God, the vine, to make us fruitful whether we see it or not. If Christ prunes us through trials, it's only to make us more fruitful. When we're pruned by suffering, we produce fruit of understanding and compassion.
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us come in trusting faith to God who loves us. that the church will be a building made of living stones, each essential and interacting in harmony. Lord, hear us. That the leaders of nations will show real concern for the poor and those most in need. Lord, hear us that as a royal priesthood, we will continue to offer thanks and praise to our loving God. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. that the dead may have a place in the heavenly kingdom, especially those who have died from this pandemic and all those who have gone before us. Lord, hear us. Merciful God, in your goodness, hear our prayers. May what we have placed before you be granted, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, Grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For with the old order destroyed, a universe cast down is renewed, and integrity of life is restored to us in Christ. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, 
with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. I am the true vine and you are the branches, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me and I in him bears fruit in plenty. Alleluia. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. 
never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us in this time of reflection and praise. May God's love, strength, hope, faith and love be with you in the trials and joys of this coming week. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. 
Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers, Britain. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, publisher E.J. Dwyer, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise by Patricia Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise, this new day dawns. This Today I arise with love from on high.